1: Building wealth used to be a lot more straightforward. Get a good job, buy a house, and boom, you were on your way. But things are so much more complicated today. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. Joining me to discuss this topic and our new CNET series, Power Money Moves, is editor-at-large, Farnoosh Tarabi. Welcome, Farnoosh. Hi, Roger, thanks for having me. So let's talk about building wealth, because your story is the lead-off of this package, and it has a nice anecdote of a woman who sort of followed that conventional path of building wealth, but tell me what happened there.
0: Sure. So we start the story with Janice Torres Rodriguez, who is currently a a big financial voice leader, uh, helping a lot of people with their financial challenges. But uh, of course, like a lot of experts, she started with her own challenges uh, about five, six years ago, she was on her way to achieving what she thought to be the American dream. This was a prescriptive plan that her immigrant parents um, guided her on. It worked for them. In other words, you know, go to college, get a good job, uh, stay at that job until you retire, most likely, uh, so you can get the benefits and uh, you know get that nice payday at the end, um, buy a house. And she was, so she was doing all that. She had checked off all of those things on her list, but then she arrived into her early 30s with a lot of debt, as you can imagine, not just from her student loans, but from the home that she had purchased. Uh, It wasn't just the typical mortgage that a lot of us take on. She had actually purchased an investment property that uh, was not as Lucrative as, as she was hoping, the rent that she was charging um, was not as great as what she had hoped, and there were like tons of rep- repairs she had to make in the first year. She sank thirty thousand dollars into the house, so it was bad. And then she ended up selling that house at a loss, and so she kind of like arrived at this crossroads, like WTF, like what's going on? Everything that I had been told would work out for me is not, and so she did like what a lot of us do when we're searching for answers. She went to Google. And one night late, she writes in, you know, how do you restart your life? How do you really achieve financial independence? And um, that's where our story begins. I think where she's at is where a lot of us are at now, Roger, where when you take into account not just uh, some of the challenges of student loan debt and housing, but the current you know forces at play, which is inflation and rising interest rates. Uh, we're coming out of the pandemic, where many women, including um, single moms, have yet to regain uh, economic power. They're still looking for jobs, and so there's also the war in Ukraine. I mean, a, a lot of these macro issues are, are are questioning the traditional financial path that we have been just taking. Uh, For granted, I think for many years, and I think it's a good time to start questioning that and looking at some of the newer ways to manage our money.
1: Yeah. And that really brings us to the Power Money Moves package, this new series of stories that sort of address this. Talk a little bit about this series and and what we're trying to achieve at CNET.
0: Yeah, well, so... We uh, wanted to look at money through this new lens of what it really means to build wealth in 2022, considering all of the things that I just talked about, these economic issues, uh, but also, you know, uh, what wealth really means to people. It's not just money in the bank, but, you know, I, my own um, un- unscientific survey online of my community, a lot of people were talking about wealth in terms of things like financial well-being, health, physical well-being, mental health, uh, valuing your time just as much as your money. And I think we wanted to look at the entire financial landscape from real estate to cryptocurrency to investing to credit cards and how to make smart money moves at this intersection of change and understanding that people want different things these days. We, We are the... The calculus for wealth, Roger, is has been changing and it's, it's only always gonna be changing and evolving. So we felt like it was a good time to explore this issue of money from all these different angles. And so whether it's, you know, you're looking for to buy a house right now and you're competing with 20 other people, interest rates are going up. You know, we went behind the scenes with an actual real estate uh, agent to get the behind the scenes tips and tricks for how to win a bid. Uh, if you're looking to... Investing cryptocurrency, which turns out, thirty million Americans are going to have some crypto in their portfolios by the end of the year. We look at crypto from what we like to think is a, a responsible approach: how to invest, should you invest, what is, you know, what are the right steps. Also, uh, you know, we look at billionaires like Elon Musk and uh, and Jeff Bezos and how they're redefining how everybody else defines wealth. And so lots of, you know, the whole gamut, we hope uh, we have something coming out, you know, pretty much every day for a while. And we're excited. I think it's a, it's a great time. It's April, which is financial literacy month too, uh, which was just a coincidence, but I think uh, important to uh, recognize.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, we, and we all just are, are cognizant of our own incomes given we've just filed our taxes or hopefully We've all filed our taxes on, on, on the deadline. I know I made it in literally, like I think, the day before. So, um, yes, the, a lot to consider. And you sort of brought up, you touched upon a lot of these sort of external factors, right? Even it, taking away just the way the economy has changed and the way jobs work and change. Like, you've got the pandemic, you've got the war in Ukraine, you've got crazy inflation, energy prices going up, just, I think it's generally, like, Is is the service a time now where we just have to question everything in terms of how we build or how we maintain wealth?
0: Well, it's always
1: a good time to revisit your financial plan when life changes. And I
0: think we could all agree that Life's changing. Um, some things feel out of our control. So, what can we control? And that's really where I think we try to be in service to the reader in our in our power money package. It's like you can't control inflation, you can't control uh, politics, and uh, you know uh, global pandemics. But can you make healthy decisions when it comes to how you spend, save, earn, invest. We think so. And we wanted to bring some of the new practices that are being experimented with right now, but also not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Like there are a lot of good ways to manage your money that have been tried and true for generations. And we don't want to forget that. We want to leverage all of that too. So it's really a combination of what has been working, but also let's give a nod to maybe some of the newer trends and and not be afraid of that. I, as a financial expert and author who's been in this space for decades now, I think there is sometimes this resistance to make changes in, in how we have been w- working with money, thinking about money. I mean, money's serious. You know, it's, It takes a lot of contemplation to, to, to change your investment strategy, but we're not suggesting an overhaul here we're just we're hoping that the the pieces will just inspire and enlighten people to um, reflect more on the decisions they've been making and you know going back to my online community and and how many people were voicing the importance of uh putting their their time and their health first uh I think that says something a lot about where we are right now and how we might want to start re re-examining our financial strategies that we're not just doing things for the money, but also if in an ideal world, we're doing things where there's a, there's an alignment with, you know, doing things that are financially sound, but also really meaningful to where we want to be in life, our health, our families, our time, respecting all of that, I think is the new equation for building wealth.
1: No, that's a great point. Cause I think it's, it's, it's less about just the money which I think it had been traditionally and more focus of wealth is a holistic measure of, of your happiness, whether it's money plus, you know, like you said, time with your family, all these other aspects. Uh, there's one term you mentioned in your story, uh, sort of based on the, the anecdote you you sort of left the story off with, and that is the fire movement, uh, which is something I had heard. Explain to listeners what, what that is and, and how that plays into what we're talking about.
0: Yes. Yeah, so when Janice was typing on Google <laughs> for her uh, answers to how to manage her money, and new ways to manage her money, she fell upon this acronym called FIRE, which stands for Financial Independence Retire Early. And this is a huge movement within the financial independence realm. It was conceived in the 90s and has really gained steam, I think, in the last 10 years, especially as people have been sharing their journeys online and social media. Essentially, it is this concept that um, it bucks you know, conventional financial wisdom. These are not people who are sticking with one job until they're 65. These are people who are making revenue streams. They're entrepreneurial. They're being strategic about where they live because they want to be able to uh, take advantage maybe of low cost of living in one place, but maybe working virtually and earning a higher income. And so they're being strategic about um, things that we normally haven't been instructed to be strategic about, right? They're monetizing blogs they're looking to retire early and early is sometimes they're very aggressive some I just interviewed somebody who wants to be what they call work optional by 30 um, and it's because a lot of it is is driven I think by a lot of these external factors we've been talking about that life can be so precarious you could in this country be one, Disability away from bankruptcy, right? This is uh, the reality, and unfortunately, and so that fear is sometimes what fuels this aggressive approach to financial independence. And uh, but then you've got people who, you know, they just want to retire early by like fifty-five. You know, that's and that's still early. I mean, people don't even think they can retire these days. So the fire movement is, you know, it started out. I think. The profile of the person who was within the fire movement was largely, you know, male from Silicon Valley had a software job because those were the jobs that paid exceedingly more than what the lifestyle needed to uh, afford it. But now you've got many people, people of color, immigrants, immigrants. adding to this community. I think it's a much more robust and interesting community. And so, if you're interested in learning more about the FIRE
1: movement, you can read our piece, but also, you know, there's so much online. Excellent. And I guess, lastly, just from from the package, anything in particular you're excited for our listeners to, to check out?
0: I'm just really impressed with the depth and breadth of the coverage. You know, this is um, we're tying this in uh, conjunction with um, a lot of exciting things happening at CNET. And it's it's for me also, you know, as a newbie to the team, um, it was really fun to roll up our sleeves and, and really provide uh, this comprehensive take on personal finance in modern day and whether you're looking to buy a home, invest in crypto, switch your job, make more money, find a good credit card, we've got you covered. And so uh, I'm a little biased maybe, but there isn't like one story that I'm super excited about, but you know, I love real estate. So I'll definitely be eyeing that real estate piece uh, before probably some of the others. I think that is just something that ongoing we'll be covering because the market's changing. Prices are changing. The calculus for home ownership is
1: is just I don't know what's going on, Mark. What's going on, Roger? Like, (laughs) look, as someone who uh, occasionally scans for houses and then gets really depressed, I I believe me, I am interested in that story as well. It's Uh, tough. That would definitely be high up on my reading list. Well, Farnoosh, thank you for your time. You can check out her story and the rest of our Power Money Moves series on cnet.com. If you have any questions, ping me on Twitter at Roger w. And if you'd like to what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. So The Daily Charge, i Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.